Hi, and welcome to CauseCast. I'm your host, Matthew Passy. Here at CauseCast, we have one simple mission, to highlight the amazing folks who are using podcasts as a way to raise awareness for good causes. Whether that's a nonprofit they work with, a charity they support, a social justice campaign they're championing for, a medical condition they're battling, or someone who is just looking to make a positive impact on their local community, state, country, or the world. These are podcasters with a positive mission. Along with raising awareness for our guests' favorite causes, we're also going to see if we can raise some money to support their efforts. So make sure you check out the show notes for each episode at causecasts.org to learn more about what they're doing and how to help them achieve their goals. Today on CauseCast, really excited to chat with a gentleman I had met previously down at PodFest in Florida. He has an amazing story, an amazing podcast. He is an inspiration to so many, and we are delighted to be chatting with Lee Silverstein, the host of We Have Cancer. Lee, thank you so much for joining us here on CauseCast today. Great to be here, Matthew. Thanks for having me on. I mean, Lee, the, the title is pretty obvious as to why you started this podcast, but you know, real quickly, just take us through your story and, and what put you in front of a microphone for the first time to, to launch a podcast. So I've been dealing with stage four colon cancer for over seven years now. And one of the things that people find themselves facing when they're in a serious situation like this, and I just see this consistently, Matthew, is outside of the physical you know, challenges that you run into, it, it definitely changes you emotionally. And you have this need to do something, this need to make a difference, to give back. And Chris Kremitzos, who is the founder of PodFest, he and I have been friends for about six years now. And he reached out to me one day and said, hey, I started this podcast group. And at the time I worked at a college and he said, by any chance there's a college and any meaning space, we need a space. So I said, sure, come on out. And I figured, all right, it would be kind of rude to unlock the door and walk away. Uh, <laughs> and Chris is a buddy of mine and Katie, his wife, is a, is a friend of mine. And I said, well, let me hang out and be a good host and just see what's going on. And this was my first meeting of the Florida Podcast Association. They'd only been doing this for about three, four months at the time. And I'm halfway through this meeting, Matthew, listening to people share their stories. And it was what I tell people, it was one of those lightning bolt moments. And it just hit me. And I said, wait a minute, maybe I should do one of these things and interview people who are facing what I'm facing and their caregivers and, and find a way that people to share stories, listen to stories, get a little bit of hope. And immediately after the meeting, I walked up to Katie, who, who was just a few months into her now very successful Biz Women Rock show. And I said, Katie, I got this idea. And literally, she put a hand on each shoulder and she said, oh, my God, do it. Yeah. Three months later, I launched. Wow. It sounded like in the beginning, it was a little bit for yourself. Was it, you know, were you thinking about the impact it would have on the audience from day one? Or did you sort of launch this thinking, I need this. And if other people get something out of it, great. And then it, it sort of blossomed into something bigger than yourself. It was kind of 50-50. Okay. Uh, certainly, it, it was cathartic for me. And episode one, if I'm going to be interviewing and encouraging people to share their stories, I was like, well, I might as well go first. So episode one, and at the time when I launched it, uh, it was called the Colon Cancer Podcast. The rebrand to We Have Cancer just took place a couple of months ago. Uh, so the, I've been doing this now for three over three years. Uh, 
but I never envisioned that it would evolve to where it is today, that three years later, I'd still be into this. Not that I walked into it thinking it would have an end, but if you had sat me down when I started this thing back in 2015 and said that I'd be coming up on episode 100, I would have been shocked. I didn't realize that there would be that many stories to share and that many different stories to share. And just the journey that this would take me on and then the side benefits and things that have come, you know, the the old uh, Dave Jackson, because of my podcast, I can share a dozen of those stories that have all come out of this too. So it's been an incredible journey. It really has. And the journey continues. So I actually do want to dive into a few of those. What have been some of the side benefits of having this podcast, not only for yourself, but what you've experienced with your audience and your community? Well, first and foremost, it's sharing the ta- the tagline that I use on the show is providing information, inspiration, and hope to those touched by cancer. And I know that we've accomplished that because of my podcast. I've been to several colon cancer conferences and people come up to me and say, oh, you're the guy, you know, you're Lee, I listen to your show and and thank you. You you know, you've given me hope. You've inspired me. The stories you've shared have done that. And and that's at the end of the day, Matthew, nothing's more important than that. Because when you hear those three words, it's tough. And I've heard those same three words uh, ever since I was five years old and I continue to hear it to this day. And You immediately go online, which is the worst, the thing we always tell people when you're diagnosed, don't do that because all you do is find out all kinds of bad stuff that most of it is is not true and outdated. But I hope that people go online and find our show and hear other people like them say, oh, I was diagnosed seven years ago, where when people hear those three words, you have cancer, seven years is shocking to them. Well, wait a minute. I, I I I have a chance of being here seven years from now or 12 or 20. Yes, that's possible for, for many people. Not everybody, unfortunately, but for many. So that's first and foremost, that is, that is why I do what I do is to give people some hope and some inspiration. How do you find the strength, both I imagine physically and emotionally to relive this experience over and over again for yourself and with others? You know, why put yourself through it? That's a fantastic question and one that I've never been asked before. Somehow I'm able to separate my current situation with the disease from the people I'm talking to via the podcast and from the exposure in social media. And I will tell you that the one I have the hardest time with at times is living on social media. And I've set up different feeds like on Facebook where I just have a feed of my non-cancer friends and my family because sometimes I've just had enough. But I never feel that way when I'm doing the podcast. I never feel that way uh, when I'm talking to someone because I'm making, I'm just like you and I are doing now, I'm making a connection. I'm making a friend. I'm giving somebody a voice and I feel like I'm providing a service to them to give them a voice, have their story be heard and to those who are listening. 
but clearly you hit the nail on the head. There are times, especially right now, where I'm in the middle of some of my own challenges where I just don't have the fortitude to do anything outside of the podcast and deal with me. And I find that I'm spending less time in the social media cancer groups and all that. Cause I just need, I need that break, but I never feel that way with the podcast. That's well, one, you'll have to connect with me on, on social media. You can look at pictures of my 11 month old twins and they will put a smile on your face whenever you need it. <laughs> I love kids. <laughs> Can't wait. But I, I have to say, I'm so intrigued by the fact that you have the strength for this medium in particular. And I wonder if were you a big podcast consumer before you started to produce your own? And did you know that this medium had this sort of special ability to give you that strength to, to do this? Or did you sort of discover it along the way and start to realize, like, this is a really intimate medium and, and it just works for this and it works for me? It all happened at the same time. I'm thinking back three years ago. I absolutely knew what podcasts were. I may have been following maybe one or two, maybe. And it was, it all came together at the same time. No question about it. So when it all came together, there was that aha moment where you realized this was the best way to tell your story and to tell other people's stories? No question. No question. And there's nobody out there that I've been able to find that's doing a regularly produced podcast talking to patients, survivors, and caregivers, sharing the human side of cancer. A number of hospitals are putting out clinically based shows, you know, targeting the medical community. And there have been a number of shows similar to what I'm doing that seems like most of them have pod faded. There is a group out there and, I, and they deserve a shout out because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. There's a group out there called Stupid Cancer, founded by a brain cancer survivor named Matthew Zachary, and their target audience are people under the age of 40 who've been diagnosed with cancer. And they had a terrific podcast and recently made the decision to jump over in, uh, into YouTube instead. So they're out there and they do amazing work, but they've made the conscious decision to leave podcasting in favor of YouTube. So it looks like I'm the, I'm the last man standing. It's funny you mentioned them. I'm pretty sure somebody has reached out to me and suggested I chat with them. So I'll be curious to see. I think I hesitated because they have stepped away from the podcast, but I might have to go back and reach out to them anyway and just sort of compare notes and see if you both have the same experience and sort of that same aha moment arriving at what this medium can do in terms of being able to tell these stories. On the other end, what is it about this medium that you think makes it so beneficial to those who are being diagnosed, their family members, their friends, the, the care staff that is working with them? What is it about podcasting that makes us an effective way to reach those people? Hearing the voice. It's hearing the voices because we have preconceptions in our mind of what a quote unquote cancer patient looks like. And I will tell you almost all the time people are wrong. and when I tell people that I have stage four colon cancer, they like do a double take because we have this vision of what that looks like. And it doesn't look like me, a guy who's in the gym every morning and works a full-time job. 
So when you can hear someone's voice and someone's voice has power behind it and emotion behind it, and there's laughter, look, we're talking, most of the people I talk to uh, are like me and have colon, they're dealing with colon cancer. And when you talk about that part of the body, it's ripe for all kinds of bathroom jokes. (laughs) So we do laugh on my show, believe it or not. And so for people, that's not something you can get out of print, you know, reading something in a Facebook post or or even from a photo on Instagram, hearing the voice is what brings the power to what we do. Any particular interviews that really just got you? I mean, just stopped you in your tracks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Where do I start? What's what's the one? Um, So when I I say that, what's that first one that comes to mind? Yeah. The first one that comes to mind is a guy named Nate who lived in Oregon. And Nate was very involved in the various online support communities that I was a part of. And when you said the name Nate Allen, you thought, how is, how did, where does this guy get his enthusiasm and this infectious positive outlook? And his tagline <laughs> was always, not today, big C, mm-hmm. not today. And the big C obviously standing for cancer. And I said, I've got to get this guy on my show. And he sent me an email and it said, I was feeling really down when I was diagnosed and I looked online for some hope, some inspiration. And I found this thing called the Colon Cancer Podcast. And I didn't know what a podcast was, but I clicked on it and listened to it. And this is what I needed. And I heard the host of the show talking about the benefits of exercise And because of Lee talking about exercise, I decided to start walking. And a little bit at first and a little further. And before I knew it, walking became my hobby. And I will tell you that once he got into it, Nate would send me uh, invites on on, Facebook, on Fitbit to join him in a challenge, (laughs) right? And I stopped doing it because he kept kicking my ass, Uh, (laughs) you know? And there was a conference coming up in uh, Arizona, and this was in November of 2016. And one of the challenges of doing this podcast, as you know, Matthew, is I only know these people through Skype or you know whatever medium we're using to record. I only know their voice and pictures from Facebook. So going to some of these conferences and meeting these people face-to-face is is not only wonderful wonderful but certainly can be very emotional at times i'm sure you know? yeah and i couldn't wait to meet nate and uh and i saw him and we gave each other a big hug and i took one look at him and i said he's not doing well he's not doing well and i'm so glad i got to meet him because he passed away two weeks later oh and, and that's that's the challenge of doing what i do we've lost five We've lost five that I've interviewed and I'm sure sadly, you know, those won't be the only ones. It's the yin and the yang. uh, When you immerse yourself in something like this, you know, you're doing good work. You know, you're touching people, but you also know that you're going to get close to people that aren't going to be with us down the road. And, and that's the hard part. That's tough. How do you bounce back from that? I couldn't even imagine trying to do it again the next week after hearing something like that. I'll tell you, someone else I had on my show, Dr. Tom Marsilia. Tom was a oncology researcher mm-hmm. who got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer 
days after having a drug for lung cancer approved by the FDA. So think about this. Tom was researching the cure for his own disease. And uh, Tom passed away early this year in January. And one of my former guests, who's a friend of mine, she called me the night it happened, hysterical crying to tell me that Tom had passed and we kind of knew it was coming. And she said, I, I, how do we do this? How, you know, and when she said, well, how do we do this? She wasn't talking about my podcast. She was just talking about how do we continue to do the advocacy work and, and do all this work? And I said to her, I said, Stacy, how could we not? What better way to honor Tom's memory and Nate's memory and Sherry's memory and Sue's memory? Yes, I remember all these people. What better way to honor their memory than continue to do this? and continue to share these stories. And that's the way I look at it. The only thing that's going through my head is just the words, not today. Nate's little slogan there. You know, you keep doing it because I'm still here. Not today. I'm going to keep fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And I just as a, as a follow-up to that, Michelle, Nate's wife, who I got to meet uh, this past March for the second time, but it was the first time I'd seen her since Nate had passed. She uh, it was a, a photo shared on Facebook of Nate's headstone, and that quote is on the headstone. Not today, Big C. Not today. Wow. So for those who are hearing this and clearly are inspired, I mean, I don't know how you cannot be. What are some lessons that another podcaster who wants to use this medium for a good cause, what should they take away? What is it that you have to do differently than just your average, you know, hey, I know how to make money and I'll show you how to do it. Like, how do you approach it differently? I talked about this when I was given the opportunity by Chris at PodFest in 2017 to do a keynote talk. And I said, it's got to be, you got to focus on your why. And we hear that a lot as podcasters, but when you're talking about a cause like this, it can't be about you. It can't be about you. It's got to be about getting the message out, getting the stories of, of who you want to share, whose stories you want to share so that the world can learn. And that's, that's the information part of my tagline. And, you know, I talk about information, inspiration, and hope so that you can provide those things to your audience as well. And as an aside, doing what I'm doing, Matthew, in terms of additional, you know, because of my podcast, I'm playing in a whole different space than the entrepreneurs and the real estate folks. And, and that is nothing against any of those people. Many of them I've learned a lot from. But when you play in this space, you're in a whole different world with a whole different list of opportunities. Sponsors tend to be less concerned about your number of downloads because you have a niche audience. You have an opportunity to take this like I'm going to in a few weeks. There's a biomedical company that I connected with at a conference that is flying me up all expenses paid to talk to their team up in Boston in the middle of July to share my story and most importantly, talk about my podcast. And they're covering the whole dime. So my wife and I are going to spend a nice four nights up in Boston on their dime because of this podcast. And it's not about the numbers, okay? People may be shocked when I tell you this. You might be shocked when I tell you this, that my average number of downloads two weeks out from a release is about 200. That's it. 200. Wow. Okay. 
And that doesn't change the fact that I know that we're doing good work and we're touching people. Absolutely. Is it okay to, I mean, I I think it is, but can you tell people who are doing this, it's okay to enjoy it, that even though you're doing something for others, it's okay to get something out of it yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I am particular about what I get out of it. So yes, I, for instance, I have reached out to sponsors, but I will only talk to a sponsor that offers something that my audience needs and would benefit from, right? So I'm not going to reach out to a mattress company or any of these other things, but the one sponsor I've had since I started this or shortly after I started this, for instance, makes a drink mix for people who are on chemo or who have an ostomy bag. I mean, what, what more perfectly aligned product that my audience would need than that? And they pay me a little bit of money. It's not a lot. It helps cover some of my expenses. And I'm also supported by one of the major colon cancer nonprofits. So they provide some financial support because I'm helping spread awareness about colon cancer and other cancers and getting the word out. And, you know, they feel it's, it's worthwhile. So it's okay to get some tangible benefits out of it. I do turn around and take a portion of whatever I get and give it back in different ways. I recently released some merchandise on my show with our logo and a portion of all those proceeds will go back to the Colon Cancer Coalition. So I want to, you know, always keep that circle going and never make it strictly just about me. Well, like like with every episode, we are going to set up a GoFundMe page for the Colon Cancer Coalition here in honor of the We Have Cancer podcast. With your permission, we'll also put up links to all that merchandise. So folks who are hearing this, who are inspired, and I mean, you you have to be if you're hearing this, <laughs> you know, they can they can pick up some of that great, the t-shirts and some of the, the merchandise. Uh, Lee, I, I, I'm sure people are screaming at me that I didn't stop and do this earlier, but I always knew I was going to ask and I wanted to make sure I get to it. And Ask about you, how you're feeling. Where are you these days? Um, I mean, you look great. Mm -hmm. I feel great. Most importantly, I feel great. (laughs) I've seen you at the conferences and you're a ball of energy. You you started by saying you work out every single day. You're working your full-time job. But where are you with with things right now? um, So just for some clarification, when I say that I am stage four, uh, there is some confusion out there. The definition of stage four cancer, no matter what kind of cancer you have, what that means is the cancer has spread from the original place of diagnosis, if you will. Okay. Some people think that means that death is imminent. Well, I've had it for seven years now, and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I did recently receive some challenging news that a couple of the spots that I'm dealing with have grown a little larger. So we're recording this on a Tuesday, day after tomorrow. I'm going to be going in for some additional tests and figure out what are we going to do about that. I'm not sure. So certainly there's a little bit of anxiety about what the future holds and what I'm going to be facing. But first and foremost, I feel probably the same way you do. I was in the gym for 30 minutes this morning. I work a full-time job. I have a amazing, beautiful wife that keeps me sane and we keep each other sane. That is the light of my life and two grown sons and grandkids and all those great things. So 
I tell people with zero hesitation, despite what's been thrown at us these last seven years, the other thing that's happened within these last seven years is I got engaged and got married and we'll be celebrating our sixth anniversary in December. So when I combine everything that's happened to me, Matthew, the good and the bad, I would tell people, and this is no BS, these have been the best seven years of my life. That's just incredible. And I mean it with all my heart. No, I, I know. I've, I've heard you talk about it. I've, I've heard you talk about, you know, this journey being such an important part of where you are today and being in a good place. And I mean, it, it, it has to just come from having that positive outlook on life. I mean, if I knew that there was some unknown for me tomorrow, I don't know if I would have the poise to sit here and handle myself the way you handle yourself. I, it, you are just inspiring. I thank you. I look, I'm human. I have my moments. When we got the news recently that, uh, and, and the, the, my oncologist, who's amazing, uttered the word progression. Yeah, Linda and I had our meltdown. You know, we held our hell had our meltdown. But I can honestly tell you, I don't think about it 24 seven. It floats in and it floats out here and there. Am I scared about what's going to, what am I going to hear from the doctor, the results of these tests next week? Hell yeah, I am. But what I've learned the hard way, quite honestly, is going through major anxiety and torturing myself today isn't going to change what the doctor is going to tell me 10 days from now. So why ruin today and tomorrow and the next day? Because that's not going to change what he's going to tell me. He's going to tell me what he's going to tell me. And I'll deal with that then. But in the meantime, I could enjoy today and talk to you and sit down and spend a nice evening and a glass of an adult beverage with my wife and, <laughs> and have a good time. And that's not going to change the outcome either. So it is a choice. It is a choice. No doubt about it. I would never tell someone, I'm very hesitant about this, okay? Oh, you just need to have a good attitude and, and that'll cure you. That's BS too. Okay? I know too many people, the gentlemen and the people, the people I've mentioned to you who are no longer with us that had attitudes as good or if not better than mine. If that was all it took, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But my choice to have this attitude is what helps me cope. It's what helps me get through the day. Okay. How I deal with today is 100% in my hands, okay? And I can choose to have a great day today or I can choose to sit and worry and lose sleep and cry and be anxious. Either one of those isn't going to change what the doctors are going to tell me in 10 days. And I, I hate to make it sound as trite as this, but on the days that you do the podcast, are those naturally a good day? Are those days Absolutely. that you look forward to? Absolutely. Yeah. He said, he, he, I couldn't even get the words out. He said, absolutely. He got me so quickly. I can't say it again. I mean, it is inspiring to talk to you again, Lee. I, I know we've we met just for a few minutes. You're a popular guy at PodFest because <laughs> the way Chris sings your praises and puts you out there and everybody wants to shake your hand and meet you. And I'm so glad we had this opportunity to chat. And I look forward to doing some following up with you as this project progresses and please do i think what you have done what you do there's a lot that people can learn from if they want to be doing podcasting in a realm of helping others of 
benefiting great causes, social causes, medical causes, financial causes, whatever that might be. And I think you really are an inspiration. And so we do want to make sure that everybody goes and checks out We Have Cancer Show. You can find it at wehavecancershow.libson.com. We will obviously have a link to that in the show notes. We'll also make sure to put a link to where you can find some of Lee's merchandise that is for sale with proceeds benefiting the Colon Cancer Coalition. And specifically, we will have a link so that you can give directly to the Colon Cancer Coalition. Everything raised will go right to them. We want to make sure that we are giving this cause, this charity, and this spectacular gentleman as much support as we can. And Lee, it's just, again, it's an honor and it was a privilege to have you here on CauseCast. Matthew, thank you so much for having me. And if I can help any podcaster out there that's, you know, needs a little help, just needs and wants to bounce an idea, by all means, you can reach out to me at Lee at WeHaveCancerShow.com. I'm happy to help. Such a nice guy. I, could you be any nicer? <laughs> it is it is painful. I need to see all my wife in here so she can roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, thank you so much again. Matthew, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of CauseCast. Again, if you've been inspired by the work of our guest, please check out the show notes in your podcast app or head to causecast.org. There you will find links to the work of our guest and a special donation link set up to support their favorite cause. All the proceeds are going directly to that cause, minus any administration fee on the platform that they set up. None of the money is coming here to the CauseCast production. Also, while you're at causecast.org, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you enjoy your podcast show. And follow us on social media as we'll try to provide updates with what's going on with our guests and some other folks who will be featuring on the show and any other efforts that we have to support the community of cause casters that are out there. Now, there's also going to be a special Facebook group dedicated to cause casters. So if you already have a podcast for a cause or you're thinking about launching one, join the group. It'll be dedicated to providing resources and answering questions specifically for cause casters. Hopefully we can do things like arrange some special nonprofit pricing of various podcast services to help you with your venture and, you know, keep you under budget because we know a lot of people doing Causecast are not going to be reaping in the, the money. So we want to see what we can do to help you produce a high quality product, get your story out there, get people inspired and not break the bank. Lastly, if you are a Causecaster and want to join me here on the show for an interview, please head to Causecast.org and fill out the interview request form. We'll take a quick look at it. And if approved, we'll schedule you for chat and show the amazing work you're doing with Causecast, raise some awareness for what you're doing and ideally raise some money as well. Thank you so much again for staying with me and we will see you next time on CauseCasts.